0: Hey everybody, how's it going? Hope you're keeping well and thanks a million for being here with me today. On today's episode I'm joined by Jay Valencia who's running a microgreens business called Desert Micro in Las Cruces in New Mexico. Jay is not too far into his microgreens business journey, so during the interview we get to talking about his experiences with his business so far, and then we we kinda turn our hand to life philosophy at the end unexpectedly at the end of the episode. So stay tuned for that or maybe don't, I'll leave that up to you, but you've been warned here at the start. If you can remember back to the Christmas episode, Jay was one of the people who won a copy of my online course, The Micro Greens Business Blueprint, and I'm getting ready to launch that again here pretty soon, so stay tuned for that in the coming weeks if that's something that you're interested in doing. We're into March here now, and I don't know whereabouts you are, but the weather here in Ireland has been really great the last couple of weeks, and it makes such a difference to everybody's mood here. And there's even a little bit of a feeling around now that this pandemic could be coming to a, coming to an end soon, hopefully. So that's really positive, and hopefully it is coming to an end soon. But today's guest, Jay, he started his micro business in May 2020, even though during the interview we both referenced May as being in this year. And I think that could be because it still feels a little bit like 2020 right now. But as I said there, hope is on the horizon and hopefully the end of this is coming soon. I want to say a big thank you for the latest Apple podcast review to come in. And it came in from Evan from New Zealand. And he says that he's starting his own microgreens business because of this podcast. Well, that's brilliant, Evan, and the very best of luck with that. And thanks a million for your review. Really do appreciate it. And well done to your whole country, really, because you've done a serious job of keeping COVID out of there. I think there's a lot of us who wish that we lived in New Zealand right now. So well done on that. If you'd like a shout out like this on a future episode of the podcast, all you need to do is head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review just like Evan did and stay tuned for your shout out on a future episode of the podcast. Before we get started, I want to just take a minute to talk about True Leaf Market. True Leaf Market are the go-to microgreen seeds and equipment company all across the United States and Canada. And all of their seeds, they're all tested to make sure that they have a high germination rate. Some companies have seed that sits in stock for long periods of time. And over time, seed gets old and it loses its viability. True Leaf Market turns over their inventory so frequently that their seeds are always as new and as fresh as you're going to get. And that in turn is going to help you have more successful grows and make more money. So for a really great selection of microgreen seeds and equipment, head on over to microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash True Market. I'm an affiliate for True Leaf Market and I'm really happy to promote them because I really do believe that they provide a great service to the microgreens community. If you go ahead and use my link to go to their website and then you go ahead and make a purchase, I get a small commission from that sale. This is at no extra cost to you, and it's one of the ways that you can help support the making of this podcast if you enjoy it and supporting it is something that you want to do. So microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash Market, or there will be a link for that in the show notes that you can just click on. All right, so let's roll the team music and get to the interview. You're listening to the microgreens entrepreneur podcast. Where the aim is to help you start, grow, and improve any microgreens business. I'm your host Brian Faulkner, owner of a microgreens business that I operate out of my own home. Stay tuned and welcome along. Jay, I'm delighted to have you on the podcast. Welcome along and thanks so much for being here. How are you doing there?
1: Fantastic, Brian. Thanks for having me.
0: Great. I'm I'm really happy to have you on. And Jay, you're from Los cruces hope i pronounced that right i know i was asking you already before we came on but you're in new mexico maybe you can pronounce it better after and i've learned <laughs> from you that it's uh it's famous from it for its green and red chili peppers so i was wondering how is your tolerance to spices and that are you are you into that
1: well i, I just turned 50 so you know my uh, <laughs> my insides are uh you know not tolerant to the you know the chalokia which is the famous ghost pepper but I love the spicy stuff, you know, I mean, I'm trying to acclimate my wife to it. (laughs) So I, you know, I slip in a little powder into the pasta, you know, sometimes or into our veggie burritos or something.
0: (laughs) Well, great stuff, Jay. And thanks again for being here. And you're running a microgreens business named Desert Micro, and you're still in the process of really growing it. I think I'm right in saying that. Do you want to just give us a little background on tell us how life was before you started your micro means business and what the journey has been like so far.
1: Well, Brian, uh, I grew up in Marin County, Northern California, you know, up above the golden gate bridge. And, um, I think micros pretty much started there, you know, in San Francisco. Yeah. That's, right?
0: that's, I don't, I don't know where I heard that. Maybe I read it somewhere or, but I, I heard that too.
1: <laughs> we'll roll with it. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I moved, um, from Marin County, further and further out into farmland of uh, East County. Uh, first, it was Brentwood, then Stockton, and um, I got uh, I got together with my wife, you know, that I knew from high school and our childhood, and we um, started looking for a place to have some space. To have, uh, <laughs> I'm famous for bringing up water rights. Too minute, too many times. My friends are sick of hearing about water rights. But, you know, we wanted a farm. I wanted to grow stuff. I wanted to grow the peppers for um, my my product that's called Pincho sauce, which is you know been going about eight years. Uh paquillo peppers from Spain. so nobody grows those down here. They grow everything else, you know, um, but paquillos are few and far between. So I was looking for space and um, in our own home, you know, instead of an apartment. So yeah. um, we didn't quite end up, you know, with the land. That i was thinking about we got half an acre but uh, getting a loan for a real house is much easier than getting a farm loan for a piece of land with no house on it so that's the short and sweet
0: (laughs) okay and so in new mexico you started your own line of of chili sauce is it or what, what is what's that part of it
1: well uh spanish food isn't hot uh spicy so you know, was started with the original, which is mild and it's called pincho, like pinchos and tapas. You know, stuff that's on a skewer on the bar and you just take it like, it's like counted like sushi. You get a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then they count your toothpicks at the end. But yeah, so I came down here and we had to reboot that business. So I had to, uh you know, do a, a pivot business, right? Yeah. And that's, uh, that came through permaculture or whatever. But um, yeah, I've been doing that since May of this year.
0: Okay, so May this year is when you first started growing microgreens.
1: Yes, officially. Yeah, Yeah. cool.
0: And at what point did you make your first sale? My
1: first sale was to uh, neighbors, actually. Came by, you know, a couple of neighbors. Uh, You know, we we weren't introducing ourselves very much, you know, being in the uh, pandemic. So I just decided to, you know, um, knock on the gate.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not the front
1: door really and you know introduced myself and um I just had some growing at the time and I didn't have them you know um labeled up or whatever. I had I had the containers going so and they introduced themselves and and lo and behold, you know, she was very interested in the product and you know moved on from there.
0: What's your growing setup like there now and are you using your half acre for anything else or is it just microgreens now?
1: Well, um, I'm I'm trying to lock in my climate-controlled room in the garage, and uh, outside is uh, I've just finished building two 50-foot beds, you know, 30-inch wide, 50-foot beds standardized. So that's my first uh, my first block.
0: (laughs) Cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
1: and then I put up a hoop, uh, not a really a low tunnel, not a hoop house. It's right in between. It's like about four feet tall. You know, ten foot metal conduit, just bent that up and put some plastic over it, and it and it works. I mean, the temperature, uh, the the soil doesn't freeze. You know, I have one bed out, one bed under, and the one that's under the hoops uh, doesn't freeze, but the other one's like solid as a rock because of what the are you moisture in there. It. I've got um, spinach and some beets and some radish. Um, you know a few different lettuces to see what what survives i'm just experimenting you know kind of throwing all the stuff at the ground that i can and i've also got a sunroom Uh, we got a passive solar house so it has the living room has a floor-to-ceiling glass and then another 10-foot space that's floor-to-ceiling glass so that's kind of a sunroom that i can use for germinating and you know it's cold so i i tend to germinate some micros in there too (laughs) Instead of heating my garage,
0: your microgreen setup that's inside mm-hmm. completely in your inside
1: garage. completely. Yeah, that's yeah. a year round inside
0: deal. And what's the scale um, of it now?
1: Oh, two racks right now, but I just ordered another rack full we'll setup. You know, I've got a, um, I've got three barinas on each shelf. You know, they're 6,500 K, 12 pack is like 89 bucks, you know. But I've put two below the last rack on the bottom. So I, I put some record crates mm. um, as a shelf Yeah, and I put two lights and that's working just fine too.
0: Yeah. They really just don't need a lot of light. No. Nah. So yeah, I put two above my shelves. and work, Yeah. Work I might really
1: take good. one off of each shelf and yeah. use it for this next rack.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, right. Yeah. So yeah. You're you're getting an extra rack, so you want to grow more. So does that mean you're getting more customers?
1: Yeah, five minutes away. Carbon footprint, man.
0: Woo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <good>. <laughs> yeah. Like right down the street, Elephant Ranch, and I mean, you know, we got to talk just to touch on you know later about how you just don't know what your customer is going to look like.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, how right? about touching? How about touching on it now? Go ahead. I...
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean you know besides like just doing the ice cream truck route you know the the cruiser like whenever i have extra stuff i just cruise around and is like, that meet what you people. Do? Yeah. yeah yeah i got the igloo <laughs> in the back you know i mean you got to do what you got to do it and it's pandemic city
0: <laughs> yeah and, and how does that work how does that work out is it, it works
1: great i mean yeah. the upholstery guy we got my wife's car done you know her roof done and i went yeah, and I talked to him about microgreens. He's like, bring me what you got.
0: Okay, <laughs> okay man. That is excellent. You know? and then, do, you um, have, do you have a jingle that plays out the hair? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. You know, yeah. A
1: little spongy on top, you know, the <laughs> microphone out going on. That'd be great.
0: That's interesting. Um, That's why I love doing these interviews because everyone, most people I talk to have a different way of selling stuff. So yeah, that's that's a new one for me anyway, but I like it.
1: Yeah, so sorry that you know got distracted as I usually do, but
0: no, um great. the
1: elephant ranch is um a, just a classic like movie set looking place. You know, it's it's a bar, it's a place to hang out in between a few buildings, you know, and the and um they do barbecues and whatever else I'm thinking of, you know, offering them make some paella you know, out there for the group, but they've got a store and it's a tiny little liquor store, but they've got a couple of doors that they're putting local veggies in and he's going to be my biggest order weekly. Like excellent. boom.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. no, Congratulations. He's
1: like, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, he goes down the list and he says five of these, five of these, 10 of these, 10 of these, five of these, five of these. And I said, excellent. Excellent.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's great. I'm delighted for you. Yeah, right. Yeah, really good. Really good. So, Jay, some of the listeners might recognise your name and that's because you are one of the winners of the course and that you were drawn out as a winner back on the Christmas episode. I was just wondering I was just wondering what you thought of the course and has it helped you at all?
1: It was fantastic. You know, I mean you, you just get right down to the guts of it is the thing, Brian, you know, so and then, you know, um, is it Stacy, I think?
0: Yeah. You know, yeah,
1: her easy. her spreadsheet is like the holy grail,
0: you know. So <laughs> <laughs> Ah cool. I'm delighted to hear that.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to get everybody's spreadsheet and you know, compare notes and and finally get to working with it and making it work for me. So but um, you know, I mean, from like, you know, seed density to, you know, certain issues, you know, everybody wonders what Root hairs and mold don't look like you know, or look like and what um kind of lights and and you know just to compare and contrast what we what we both have, you know.
0: Yeah. Um yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, because you were it, you were already growing and stuff already.
1: Yeah, but it's you know, um obviously winning made it really affordable. <laughs> so <laughs> so great. that was just really super and and you know, I love listening to your podcast and you know, we've got on you know on the Instagram so
0: yeah, um,
1: it was great, you know, and I really, really, you don't know how much I appreciate that, man. So thank you again. I would recommend it to anyone.
0: Thanks for that, Jay. Appreciate that. One of the comments that you left in the course, so in the course, you can leave comments under the lessons. And one of the comments you left, you mentioned that you were selling by volume. And I thought that was interesting. Do you want to just tell us, tell us what you're doing there?
1: Well, you know, I also... um took uh nathan and nick's course from on the acre and and they sell by volume he said yeah so okay. you know i tried tried that but um uh, some of them don't quite you know have the the, the math uh, yeah. for my container and i don't want you know my customer getting a, a like i went to the store on tuesday and the red acre cabbage in my it's a 16 ounce Deli container, right? And it holds two ounces of product firmly. So if you shake it around, it's not going to move. But after a week of sitting there, it starts to get limp. It's not necessarily going bad, you know? So I told the guys, I said, you know, you take this home and eat it. I'll replace the stuff, you know? So I took those two off the shelf and I just said, you know, and he's (laughs) like, oh, good, you know, this will go with my persona. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so it doesn't go to waste you know which is which is along the lines of my core values right yeah so, definitely yeah but yeah, yeah. um, so I, what do you I do think, now
0: do you do you sell by weight now or do you sell by volume I think
1: I'm um, back to the weight you know yeah because like, like one you thing said, you
0: can do is you can always like fit as much in as you want and then just you don't you don't have to have the same weight for everything so yeah. you know what I mean you can have a lower weight so like for example like I don't really do much herbs because the weight is very low, but with some of them, if you really want to do them and there's a demand for them, like it seems to be like the standard um, weight is like 50 grams or two ounces for a package, but that, that doesn't have to be the case. So like if it's say, for example, like um, dill or um, fennel, something like that, there's no weight in those, in those, but they'll fill They'll fill a, they'll fill a clamshell. So even if it's like if it's like twenty five grams, and the clamshell's full, just put twenty five grams on the package. Do you know, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be fifty or I know you're in ounces, but it doesn't have to be a certain number.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the sunflowers obviously fill the package pretty tightly, you know, and the uh, the pea shoots. Um, the I don't do cilantro steadily right yet but i did have a bunch of it growing so i i sold it and and my my chef took it and he was really happy it wasn't completely free of the uh split hulls yeah but i have seen um a rather huge (laughs) forget what they're called um but they do a massive high tunnel you know hundreds and hundreds of trays. And their their cilantro is full of holes. Yeah, yeah. So I started I started eating them. Yeah. And the split holes after you know you spritz them and try and get the most of them off. Um. They're they're soft.
0: I, one of the interviews I done a couple of weeks ago was with Pepe, and he's in yeah. Australia, and he sells he sells them with the holes on them, and he says chefs love them. So, um, you know. I try and get them off. It's preference. But, I I try and get them off too, but um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, some people do like them though. So
1: yeah, well, Peps Peps the you know one that I look to because he grows his stuff in the little punnets. You could, they call you call them over there the yeah. cup, and I like that. You know, it's it's interesting.
0: He do, yeah yeah he is he is a good operation there. So last question, Jay, is there is there any advice you'd like to give anybody that's thinking about starting a microgreens business?
1: As far as, you know, getting going, you know, uh, that's where you really got to evaluate what you want to do, you know, and this is what I kind of wrote down for myself to talk to you about is you you have to, you know, know thyself, right? Know what you want. Uh, know if you're going to do it for just yourself or if you're talking business, because if you're talking business, then you're talking being an entrepreneur. You, you have to be um, not necessarily thick skinned, right? You have to be ready to to emotionally, you know, handle that roller coaster that is being an entrepreneur.
0: Yeah. You do need it's... a little bit of a tick skin.
1: Yeah, you do. Okay. Let's just say it's the like it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause um otherwise, you know, you're gonna uh, I don't know, if you got, you know, you might have limiting beliefs, you know, if anyone knows what that is, you know, you tell yourself things that aren't necessarily true, or you you know, you tell yourself that um, I don't wanna deal with this kind of customer. I only want to do this kind of customer. If you have to be a people person, you have to be engaging. Some people don't want to be like that, you know, or aren't like
0: that. And you mentioned you mentioned limiting beliefs there. And I'm familiar with that. <laughs> and and yeah, as, right. and if I if anyone isn't, it's when you start thinking to yourself, Oh, I don't know how to sell. Or not that I don't know how, I can't, I won't be able to do that. Or you just you believe that you can't do something. But like, oh yeah, I got some good advice from a friend of mine. Like, um, when you, if you can be aware of what you're thinking, if you can try and keep an eye on your thoughts and be aware when you start to have those limiting beliefs. So if you start feeling or having that feeling that oh, I can't do a certain thing, change it. Like, recognize the thought, but then turn it on its head and say an affirmation like, "I can do it." Do you know? Turn it on its head and and make yourself believe that you can do it because that's a, it is really just a limiting belief it's not true it's just something that you have made be true for yourself so that's that, that's something that i find useful anyway just if you do have that turn it on its head and think of a positive
1: recognition is the first step yeah you know yeah and um and yeah if you recognize it you 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 can address it
0: yeah, um, I don't. I don't want to get too deep into it, but like I mean, I mentioned in the last episode, I I started doing meditation last year, and that that definitely has helped me be recognize more what's going on inside here, like inside my head, because yeah. um, I just you're it's clearer, like you, and you can you're more aware of what you're thinking like during the day and stuff like that, and then if you start to have those thoughts, change it so. I would recommend meditation to anyone if anyone is having those limiting beliefs.
1: Well, being present, you know, we can we can uh, talk about you know being present with your with your business, with your client, Um, not worrying about the future or the past, you know. Yeah. Uh, Because you you, if you don't if you don't uh, get your your act together in the present, you're just gonna take that problem into the future, you know. And and uh, you know my 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 one. I don't want to talk about core values but just my first main one is happiness, you know. If you if you run uh, that as a filter for everything you do, you know, happiness for your own heart first, you got to resonate positivity or, you know, it's not going to come back. Um 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and then happiness for your customer, of course.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I totally totally agree with you and that is a, a key element of being successful and and achieving something is being happy with what you have now even if it isn't an ideal situation and it, it is hard to do but um but but it is something because that's the main thing in life like so
1: exactly you know if, if you don't uh, figure out exactly what you want and you know that's going to be hard when you're you know 18 25 36 whatever but yeah it you know it took me till i don't know 10 years ago when I started studying, you know, the soil and soil food web and permaculture and, um, ecological design, I mean, that stuff changed my life, you know? And then I grew up, a, you know, I grew up a chef and a filmmaker and a musician in Marin County, you know, so, and a DJ. So, you know, we're out all
0: night, you know, partying (laughs) and,
1: and, um, you know, making music and whatever. So,
0: I really, I really envy anybody, anybody in their twenties who has a clear picture of where they're going, because for, mo- for most people, including me, that like the, your twenties is like a lost decade where you just float around and stuff happens, you know? So I really, I I'm really impressed by younger people now that I have a clear vision of where they're going at that age. But uh, yeah, cause it does, it, it does, it does take a long time to, to get to know wh- where you're going.
1: Yeah. I mean, it did for me. You know, but then there's uh, there's no shit have coulda would right. You know, if That's we it. didn't do that, we wouldn't be here talking. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. from New Mexico to Ireland. So <laughs> this oh. is crazy. My wife always says that too. You know, we wouldn't be together and you know where we're at. So again, live in the present.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, well, Jay, this was great, and um, I, I I wasn't expecting it to get so philosophical, and <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope um, I enjoyed having the, the talk. I enjoyed having the chat. I hope the listeners enjoy it as much. We'll see you too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but no, thanks for that. And look, I really appreciate you coming onto the podcast. It's been great having you, and it's been great to chat and to get, you, get to know you properly in person. So thanks a million.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate the chance to talk with you, Brian. Thank you so much.
0: Great. Thanks, Jake. Yeah,
1: yeah you're always welcome in Los Cruces, my friend.
0: So there you go, Jay Valencia there from Desert Micro. And I forgot to ask Jay the best place to reach him. I must have got caught up too much in the live discussions, but you can get him at desert underscore micro on Instagram or his website is desertmicro.life. And there will be links to both of those in the show notes. So thanks again there to Jay, a really nice guy doing his thing there in New Mexico. So thanks, Jay. If starting a microgreens business is something that you want to do yourself, I have a free beginner's guide for you. It's an ebook and it goes through all the steps you need to take to get your business up and going. And you can get that at microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash ebook. And there'll also be a link for that in the show notes. So that is it for this week. Thanks so much for listening and I'll catch you on next week's episode. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to support the making of the podcast, purchasing your supplies from True Leaf Market through my affiliate link is one of the ways that you can do that. Head on over to microgreensentrepreneur.com forward slash True Leaf Market or click the link in the show notes when you're gonna make a purchase at True Leaf Market. And both of these links will bring you directly to True Leaf Market's website. This is at no extra cost to you and it keeps resources like this podcast free. So thank you so much for the support.